Hi, it's Brian. And James. Welcome to the Animation Bullet Train. Our world is in peril. Ch well, that's just prime. To mend and defend. Hi, it's Brian and James. Welcome to another episode of Animation Bullet Train, hosted here on Welcome to Planet Bob. Um, today we're going to talk about superhero animated series and movies because you know we're doing our comic train and major superhero thing, but um, there's been a lot out there. So we're gonna we're gonna start from what we remember, what we watched, and from the beginning, basically. That's what we're gonna. Start. As we've talked before on uh, Comic Train and uh, even Animation Bullet Train, where it started way back in the '60s, right? Oh yeah. So you had like Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk, uh, Superman, which actually started in the '40s, I think. '40s? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. '40s or yeah. '50s. Yeah, it's actually it's actually part of my opening for Comic Train. Look up in the sky, right? Yeah. So I remember when I was a kid watching these now then they were reruns right because well for you for me yeah <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm the wee lad of the bet but uh i remember watching superman the animated adventures spider-man the incredible yeah. hulk spider-man and the making web shooters into the air yes <laughs> spider-man Spider now you're gonna sing it <laughs> you're gonna hate us later um so like yeah, so there was even a Fantastic Four one or two. Other there was okay. I'm not just going crazy. There it was a Fantastic Four. There was an Iron Man. There was a Captain America. Um, yeah, there was even a Flash. Yeah, I remember Flash the animated series. Uh, starting with Spider Man, like Spider Man, like you said, his web shooters. It was it was the animation was was very rough at the time. Oh uh, yeah. So to say the least. He would just stand there and shoot his web, and like a shield would appear. Yeah, or without you know, it moving his hand, it would just the web would circle and spin into a spiral. Or anything like that, a parachute, parachute. Or whatever he needed at the time. His a web boat and a motor, I believe, was I, one of them. <laughs> I know. It's like, how did you web a moving combustion engine and not have the web catch on fire? I I think the best about that one was the you know skyscrapers to the left of him, skyscrapers to the right of him, and he's going right down the middle shooting his webs into plane. Well, don't you know he had the spider plane? Yeah, but I mean that it was... followed him everywhere into the jungle, in swamps. <laughs> it didn't matter. The trees were his level, and he would swing through the trees, and his web would be higher. Do you remember the one where he gets shrunk down to subatomic size? There's like a, a bead or something like that, and this iron mask opponent in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, do you remember the other television uh, uh, cartoon, Rocket Robin Hood? I cannot say that no, I do. It, I'm going to check it out. It now. had the exact that that There was one episode where it was the exact same. You could, so you like could they take the animation cells, pulled out Spider-Man, and, and put, put in, in Rocket Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah. Well, they used to do that so much. I know. There was an episode of um, Fantastic Four that, um, what was it? I think it was the thing picked up a guy, and he threw him. And then you watch Captain America, and it's the same thing. Yeah. He picks up the guy and throws him. So animation, by like I said, by then was very rough. Yeah, well, it was so all hand-drawn back then, too. So, I mean, they, they had to cut... They had to, they had to cut, uh, making yeah. as many episodes as they did, because 
back then your season one would have 50 some episodes yeah so yeah. they're pumping out episodes so so we had spider-man who had his webs then you had captain america who was this righteous do-gooder couldn't do any wrong didn't swear had a lesson at the end of every episode yeah um i didn't follow it as much because captain america it was two fantastic four series uh 67 and 94 yeah when you get to the 94 when we get to the 90s so so 67 the fantastic four was the animation they used for the thing they also used a lot in the hulk the incredible yeah. hulk you could tell because whenever they did a close-up of his face you always see the the thing smiling like that and then it would be the hulk doing the same type of uh so the fantastic four one was was really really cheesy no offense really oh. cheesy um like the dialogue, the voice acting, everything. It was very da 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 da. Yeah. Da 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 da. You know, it was not, there wasn't some fluidity of characters playing off each other. And the stuff they would do, like um, the one episode, the human torch uh, to catch a boat, he burned all the water around the boat and left a pillar of water. And I'm like, really? Well, the physics don't matter anymore. <laughs> physics, screw you. Mr. Incredible was stretching himself far, far across a chasm to be a bridge for cars. Or was it a train? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Exactly. It's like the Incredible Hulk, every episode was the same. You had, it was always about uh, general, the general going after the Hulk all the time. And yeah, they threw in other villains and stuff. But your story was just, I must get the Hulk. Hulk smash. That was your episode. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, it, it was, we watched it. It was good. It was good, but it was not yeah, great. Back back then, it was awesome. It was yeah. amazing. Like, oh my now, God, superheroes are like, yeah, now you go back and watch it, and it's like, really? Really? Wow. It's like when we talk about her cartoon, eh, right? <laughs> <laughs> So um, you got there, and that was your golden age uh, of of superhero. Then came along the Super Friends. That was roughly, I think, in the 70s, late 60s, early 70s, if I remember correctly. Um, and you brought together Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. You had Aqu- you had Aquaman. Green Lantern and wasn't the twins the oh, the Wonder Twins? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Apache Chief E. Nay Chuck. Yeah, you know racism at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nobody will care. Just like Aquaman, just just everybody hated the Super Friends Aquaman. He was so made fun of, and and it's just because oh, what are you gonna do, Aquaman? That's the sound you would hear. And he'd be like talking to fish, and you know, it was just uh, fish would come and do ridiculous things on land, you know. And he's on land, and like a whale will come on the beach and eat some. I, I know I'm over exaggerating. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool, well, actually. Yeah. So, so you had uh, you had that, and the, the, the stories, it was actually a long lasting series, and you had your narrator. I love the narrator. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, you know. Uh, they even parried that on Family Guy. That was hilarious. Um, so you had, but Batman and Robin, right? And and from they were the the goody goody campy 1970s Batman and Robin. The straight narrow, the straight narrow. Um, Golly gee, Batman. Yeah, the straight narrow Superman. You know, he's like law, justice, and the American way. 
Then you had Wonder Woman, who was like, oh, I'm going to stop these guys with my lasso of truth. I'll bake you some cookies. You know, they really, they really, really played down on she was feminine. Green Lantern was, he rarely had dialogue, as far as I can remember. I don't even remember him, to be honest. I may be mixing it up. I may be mixing it up. No, I think, I'm pretty sure he was in there, but I mean. It was so little that you didn't remember. Um, Then the Wonder Twins. You had the twins who was like, they had to touch hands. Wonder Twin Power is activate. And then it's like, form of, one could turn into one. And then the other one could turn into something else. One, I think, could only turn into animals, and the other one could turn into object. Like, no. one turned into a pail of water, and the other one would turn into, like, a bird. Yeah, yeah. You know? It was it was like... And that monkey. What was the monkey's name? It was like a space chimp or something. You had this really campy... And they would fight the villains, and you'd have all your Justice League villains in there. You'd have Batman villains, you have Superman villains, you know, Darkseid, all these people. And, and but the stories were lacking. Do you know what I mean? Okay, let's see. There was the Adam in '77. Yeah. The main ones were Aquaman and Batman, Robin, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And the ju- additional Justice League members included in like as they sporadic them. episodes when they wanted to bring them in. Adam, Firestorm, Flash, Green Lantern. So he was in there. Hawk Girl, Hawkman. Yeah. Uh, and then then uh, like as you progress into like eighty eighty five ish, there's Cyborg, Rima, the Jungle Jungle Girl. Hey, don't disream of the Jungle Girl. Uh, then you got Apache Chief who started, was in there from 77 to 78, and then 80 to 84. Black Vulcan, Eldorado, Samurai. Then there was one-shots by Evan Sewer, Green Arrow, Plastic Man, Superboy. Apparently they couldn't make the league. No. Then they had the pets. There was Gleek. Gleek, that's yeah. that's the name of the chimpanzee. Uh, Wonder Dog. Then there's uh, Wendy and Marvin. Those are sidekicks. Then there's the Wonder Twins, Janya and Zan. Uh, and then there was Commissioner James Gordon, Hippolyta, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, Alfred Pennyworth, Solovar, who is the ruler of Gorilla City, Silly, yeah. and Steve Trevor. Now, those, that's basically most of them that showed up. Now, they're villains uh, with the Legion of Doom. Yes, yes. Meanwhile, in the headquarters of the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Yeah, there was Bizarro, Black Manta, Brainiac, Cheetah, Captain Cold, Giganta, Gorilla Grodd, Solomon Grundy, Lex Luthor, the Riddler, Scarecrow, Sinestro, and Twinkle. There was others that apparently, like, that appeared throughout it, you know, like, you got your staples, like Darkseid, Desaad, Calavac, Paradrome. Well, those, those those four are all from Apocalypse. Yeah. They're all the Darkseid, right? And then you had you had all your other villains that would just... The long list of your like, wow, another villain, wow, another villain. Yeah. In other words, like, like they even had one uh, that didn't even come from the comic books: Blackbeard, Alien Mummy, Barco, Captain Shark. Like, what the fuck? Captain Shark. The collector. I just wonder what he had to do as a shark to gain the rank of captain. The Incredible Crude Oil Monster. I'm assuming the Incredible Crude Oil Monster was an Aquaman storyline. Probably. Probably. The Mysterious Mutants of, of the Space. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, there was so much, and there were so yeah, many episodes. Um, like, <clears throat> they just bled on and bled on and bled on, and it was just like... Okay, so it started in 1973, mm-hmm. which was the year I was born. That's 42 years of... I remember watching it on reruns and late nights, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that ran... Well, there were 73 to 74. That was the first run. And you had the, you had the, all, the new? all new Super Friends Hour, which is probably the where, where the Wonder Twins and Gleek comes in. That's 77 to 78. Yeah, and that's where you had a lot of the other villains come in. Yeah. And, you know, at first it was just the Super Friends doing their thing. And then it's kind of like in the in the 2090s, 
you had Justice League, then Justice League Unlimited, yeah. which we'll get to eventually. Um, 78, 79 was Challenge of the Super Friends slash Super... Challenge of the Super Friends slash Super Friends. That's all it was called. Uh, and then it was like 79, 80, 80, 80, 82, 83, 83, 84, 85... Ran all the way up to 86. Yeah, that's that's when the new age other uh, super... Yeah, well, that's when cartoons the, were yeah, coming out. Basically, yeah, that's when the, the they basically... They caught on with uh, like computers were coming out, and their animation styles were getting better uh, easier i mean they're well then you had a few you had by then you had a few um they started doing animated movies yeah and and they're like hey we can adapt adapt these styles to the animated series so after that going into the 80s now 80s we're gonna there's a lot but in the 80s um first one i remember was superman and friends remember that one Mm mm-hmm in there also came uh, another Invincible Iron Man and Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. Yeah, that's the one I just started with. Yeah, so Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends was Spider-Man, um, Iceman, Iceman, Firestar. Yeah, so they would they would live together, know each other's secret identities, and have like watches to communicate. And you know, oh, the, the city's getting attacked by a giant squid type monster. And, you know, they go out and fight it. And their house was tricked out like a uh, mega espionage spy place. Like yeah, the it was... The TV would turn to, to monitor, and couch would flip under, you know, just so they could... Uh, and all the uniforms and all that were there so they could get dressed. And, yeah. And it was... It also, was, Aunt May could never catch them. No, no, never. Um, It was always like, oh, what are you guys doing? And they just sit on the couch. Yeah, yeah, nothing. You didn't see nothing. You've seen that old lady. Yeah. <laughs> um... So it was. It was actually. It was interesting. Um, at the same time, that's when uh, Incredible Hulk. That was. That was the uh, the Power Hour kind of thing. There was Superman's well, uh, Amazing Friends followed by the, the Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Um, I remember those two back to back all the time. Yeah, and the other one I do remember was the Invincible Iron Man. It was the first Iron Man uh, animated series. Yeah. You know, and it showed him in that old style again animation that was super friendish into the eighties. And all three of these episodes, um, like, because they had more series in the 90s with Iron Man. But, like, again, his big villains were the Mandarin. Um, why can't I think of his name? I'm thinking of the dragon. Um, Fing Fan Foom? Fing Fan Foom. Thank you. Uh, so Fing Fan Foom. And, oh, that's right there. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not special. What um, can I say? So, and Whirlwind, would, Living Laser, Mohawk. Yeah. So you would have the, these villains against Iron Man, and you would have Lasher. And uh, Lasher, if you guys don't know, is um, he was played in Iron Man 2. Black Lash. Yeah. It was Black Lash. That's yeah. right. Black Lash. Sorry. Yeah, he was played by uh, yeah. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. That's it. Um, Actually did a not too bad version. No, the rest of the movie you were a little like, yeah, yeah. But the, the 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 they did some of the characters pretty good and yeah in the Iron Man enemy series there were a lot of villains for Iron Man you had his main one was the Mandarin because uh, and when they thought I thought they were gonna portray him so awesomely when you see the trailer for Iron Man three you're just like yeah then you wipe the drool off my face and then you find out the story if you haven't watched it spoiler alert uh, he was an actor um an actor playing an actor wow funny. Um, so, but no, and then, and then it was played by, what's his name there, Guy Pierce. And you're like, this guy's a super douche. You should join the super douche friends. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to this. So yeah, along the Invincible Iron Man, then you had a lot of other cartoons that bled over. Like I said, you had, you had all your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, your Transformers, your G.I. Joes, all that. So the superhero thing kind of dulled down and took 
back burner for a little while because um after these ones i don't remember too many superhero animated series until the 90s came around yeah then the 90s come around and they're like hey guess what superhero in the face yeah. which was awesome um 96 the incredible hole yeah uh, my favorite was spider-man the animated series yeah and that cool rocking intro spider-man you know none of that spider-man spider-man it was like you know um just league of america in 97 yeah so you had you had um spider-man the animated series now that's when i followed the comic book run the most <laughs> and a lot of the storylines like when they got into secret wars and all that you were just like oh this is cool they're actually doing it because at first it did episode by episode and then it started its little animated arcs like you had the alien costume then you had yeah that, right that's the one I'm talking about, yeah. Spider-Man the Animated Series. And one of the best portrayals of Spider-Man, I have to admit. So then you had the alien costume, and then we turned the alien costume, the Sinister Six. And then they did other story ones, like uh, the Return of the Sinister Six. Uh, they started, I told you, they went into uh, Secret Wars and Spider Wars. Um, and then after that, it just, like, died off. And then they're like, wait, what? You can't leave it at a cliffhanger like that. And no. No, I hate you so much. But they did. And that's what sucked. So many of the good cartoons, it was like, here's a season. You love it. We're taking it off the air. Here's a season. You love it. Sorry. No more. And that's what I hated. Because back then, it was like, you're canceled. There was no, okay, you're canceled. You have one season to close it up and end it for closure like they do nowadays sometimes. It was just like, nope, chop block, next thing. So, again, there was the Fantastic Four. Um, that was a different... And it, I, I'm i big about animated series intros. You'll see uh, the intro I'm doing for this episode. You'll, you'll, you'll see. But, like, the Fantastic Four intro was like... And you're like, okay, you know? Yeah, this Rock and Spider-Man intro. Uh, even the Spider-Man Unlimited they did after which only lasted one season, like Spider-Man in an alternate world with Jonah Jameson's son, um, where like uh, people were animal hybrids and people, and they were just trying to live over an overlord, and Venom and Carnage is one of your big uh, villains in it. But anyway, so you had the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I digress. And again, it was very, very campy. It was very, they were, it's like they were still trying to keep the 80s feel. And brought in, and again, I think it only lasted two seasons. Yep, two seasons, 13 episodes each. Yeah, so that was it, right? And in this one, the first season, you know, the da-da-da-da, you figure their powers, their main villains, Doctor Doom, and they brought in a few others. The second season, they get married, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. And um, I don't think it's a bad thing, don't get me wrong. So, any, sorry, I'm talking all the talk here. Uh, no, that's that's. Fine. Do you remember any of these? I remember them, but not as um, vividly as you do. Like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm I'm superhero man. I love it. Yeah, I know. Um, that, that's why you're the better host of this part of it. Uh, for me, for me, it was it was more anime than anything that I watched. So. Yeah, yeah. Which we will get to the uh, anime Marvel stuff and some of the Japanese superhero. Now, another one in the 90s, X-Men. X-Men is just, wow. You just loved it. It was, it was, you know. It was better. It was. It was. And I loved X-Men, the animated series, and the 
in the I think it started in the late eighties, early nineties. Um, <clears throat> the cool thing about it is the pilot episode for X-Men, the animated series, they didn't use or keep any of the characters or villains. They just went a complete 180. The intro, everything. They're just like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. But you know what? It was actually decent. You could have watched it and went, I could, I could deal with that. But where they went was really good. Now, speaking of openings, because the theme song has always got it, um, I recommend going on YouTube and check out X-Men, the animated series in the 90s, but go check out the Japanese openings. You want to talk about a kick-ass opening? You're like, why do I live in America or North America? I hate you so very much. Don't get me wrong. I like the X-Men intro. No, that... It was cool. But the friggin' The Japanese one's just like... Mind blown. Now, going over to Japanese for a bit, around that time they also did Spider-Man in Japan in the late 80s, early 90s. Now, it was actually a live-action show and very slapstick Japanese comedy mixed with Spider-Man, and Spider-Man would drive a giant mech to fight his villains like Power Rangers stuff. <laughs> wow. So it was very, very, you're like, okay. <laughs> you wow. Know? Yeah. So um, so starting in the late 90s, then you had, um, what we'll talk about is Batman the Animated Series. Now, you can't sit here and tell me you haven't watched Batman the Animated Series. Which one? If you haven't, like the one in the uh, 90s. Which one? So many. Yes, there's so many. I'm talking about the one with Kevin Conroy, I believe it is. Um, he was uh, turned into Batman, and then Batman and Robin Adventures. And then you had Superman, the animated series. So they were both, and they did crossover episodes, which was cool, which eventually led to the new Batman-Superman adventures, building into the Justice League. So Batman, the animated series... It was just this Richie Playboy Batman and then like Bruce Wayne, you know, everyone loved him. And then you had this real gritty dark, I am Batman, you know, beat people up. And he was this expert at martial arts. It was how Batman was dark, gritty. And he'd have the Robins come along. And it's still, it's still, to this day, it still holds up. I have to admit, like, I remember some of the storylines. One I remember is, he goes because he hears people are getting kidnapped as homeless people. So he dresses up as a homeless guy, gets knocked out, loses his memory, and um, gets brought out to this mine where this fat guy's making them dig and everything. And, you know, eventually he he gets his memory back. I remember it's like Batman escapes. But it's funny because you got Alfred. Yeah, that's the one. I'm sorry. We're digressing. We're looking at pictures for the Japanese Spider-Man. And, yeah, it is very... Very, I check check it out on YouTube. It is fucking hilarious. Pardon my language. So you had Batman the animated series, and you know um, Alfred's driving the the Batwing, right? And you're oh, yeah, I have no idea what he's doing, and it's and the and Alfred Pennyworth in Batman the animated series. It's like, I'm sorry, Master Bruce, I drew you a bath, and he's like, oh thanks, and he pulls up a picture, and it's a bath that he drew. You know, and just just um, that Alfred, the comedic he had that he played off of Batman, you know, he was a servant, but he was his friend. That's what you like. And then when the Robin came in, um, 
You had the first Robin, uh, Dick Grayson. Then you had Tim Drake come in, and uh, it was it was actually a very good because it showed Dick Grayson oh. as more of a teenage, more of a teenage uh, Dick Grayson instead of the kid. Tim Drake came in, and he was more of the kid. Funny fact: Batman the animated series is where Harley Quinn was created. If you didn't know this, we've talked about it before, but blah blah blah. Did you ever see that one? Uh, what? X Men: Pride of the X Men. Uh, 1989. It was a pilot episode. That's the one I'm talking about. That's the, one, the that, one where Wolverine's shaving his claws to sharpen them. Yes, yes, that's the one I'm talking about. That was gonna be the original X Men cartoon, but then they're like, yeah, no, we're gonna take that back to drawing the book. Yeah. I remember that, watching that and uh, you watch it and you're like this is kind of cool and then it's like why aren't they making anymore well, there was a few issues I mean <laughs> Wolverine sounded Australian yes didn't um, they didn't in the first episode he had the shrunk down mask he didn't have those like no he had the full thing this was the only episode of Friday Friday the X-Men that, okay. was, the, that was the pilot that was the one that was there was no more of those ones made but I, I think to this day, one of my the most memorable scenes is um, Kitty phases through the dashboard of the uh, danger room, makes everything go haywire. Um, Colossus comes walking out with a towel, drying himself off, and she's like, "Oh my God, I'm sorry." Good little one, Colossus like rain. <laughs> I remember that so well. Yes. And then you see, like later on, you see uh, like Colossus going toe to toe with Juggernaut, and yeah, like Magneto was the the main villain in that one. Yeah, yeah, and it was the Brotherhood of Mutants, right? Yeah, Toad. With with other villains, like you had um, um Juggernaut, Toad. Uh, you had the Fire Guy. What's his name? I was gonna say Firestorm, but that's that's DC. The White Queen was in it. Yeah. Sorry, Brotherhood of Mutant Terrorists. Toad, the Blob. Pyro. Pyro, thank you. Juggernaut and the White Queen. Yeah, led by Magneto. They actually, they actually, uh, 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 main characters, narrated by X-Men co-creator Stan Lee, Pride of the X-Men stars, Professor X and the X-Men, Cyclops, Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Wolverine, and they specify this, who speaks with an Australian accent despite being Canadian in the comics, Kitty Pride and Dazzler. I mean, they made a point to point it out. Well, it's true, he didn't sound anything like... (laughs) The the Wolverine we came to know. Yeah. I'll be over here. <laughs> Bub. You know, and it was like, I recommend you check it out. It's on YouTube. Yeah, like, it, and then and then it flips to, like, the animated series you know, the X-Men, where yeah. the first episode opens up with Jubilee uh, getting found in the mall by Storm and Rogue, you know, and brought to the X-Men mansion. And, uh, and again, again, then so you had Superman the animated series, sorry. I there were a lot of different ones of that. Yeah, but I'm, uh, there was the the new Superman uh, animated series that was in the 90s. It came out opposite of Batman, the animated series that was in the 90s. There was a lot of Superman cartoons. I will agree with James here. A lot. There was even a Superboy one for a while. Yeah. I think that lasted, what, a season? A season because he had Crypto. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Crypto was his sidekick. So you had all that. Uh, Superman, the animated series, followed Superman in a new animation style and world and of course Lex Luthor was the main villain but you had Dark Side you had uh, another funny fact Livewire was created in Superman the animated series didn't eventually get her own comic until late 2000s she was actually like a shock jock radio jockey who was trying to badmouth Superman and she ends up being up on the roof and a uh, big electrical thing I don't know if it was a lightning strike I can't remember 
But anyway, she gets zapped and her skin turns blue and her hair grows and she becomes live wire. Yeah. Right? Because anyone can get superpowers by being struck by lightning, apparently. Apparently. Well, yeah. it works for the Flash, so. Yeah. It's popular in DC. Yeah. Struck by lightning. Have powers. So that, the new Batman Superman Adventures bled into the beginning of the Justice League. And it's cool because they formed them all up in the beginning of the Justice League. Don't mind the noise in the background. That's my puppy licking the peanut butter out of uh, his uh, dog bone. Um, so um, uh, the Justice League started forming. And in the first episode, they formed the entire Justice League. You know, you had um, uh, you had Green Lantern, The Flash, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Hawkgirl, Martian Manhunter. Now, the Green Lantern in that was Jon Stewart. Uh, he was the second or third Green Lantern. Second, I think, eh? Uh, Stewart? Yeah, because I know it was uh, Hal Jordan, Jon Stewart, Guy Gardner, and now there's a new one. Kyle Rayner or something like that? Oh, no, there was... Sorry, I'm missing one. There's Kyle Rayner, and then there was another new one. Um, wow. Kyle Rayner came in after Hal Jordan went psycho okay. and absorbed all the green lantern power. He came in around that time. Um, so... Uh, Hot Girl, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Superman, and Flash. Yeah. The 2002s lineup. And that Justice League, The Flash, was Wally West. It wasn't Barry Allen. Because in the comics, then, Barry Allen was dead, so they used the Wally West Flash. Okay, John so... Stewart, it was the Green Lantern they used. Yeah, so it was hilarious, because this series, it was very... It was more in-depth. It was more storyline. It was more... And every episode at the beginning was... Um, all the episodes at the beginning were... You know, introduction to your characters. Then a Wonder Woman story episode, two-parter. And that's the thing I liked about the Justice League. The cartoon animators are like one or two-parters. Two-parters. Three-parters. Two-parters. And that's how the entire series went. Yeah. Right? Um, it, it kept you wanting to go back to it instead of just going, oh, okay. And they, okay. they ended the Justice League at uh, Hawkgirl's people come to Earth and um, try to turn the Earth into a hyperspace bypass <clears throat> it would kill everybody on the planet so she uh first betrays the justice league thinking her people are right and then betrays them helping the justice league to stop them before the earth is destroyed and ends up quitting the justice league because um from there it bled into justice league unlimited yeah and that's where they brought in the roster uh, you name actually, it after the second season it was renamed justice league unlimited yeah 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 because the second and, then, season. and that aired for an additional two seasons yeah, which they did really, I, I really enjoy. Same voice actors, same characters, just more people, right? They brought in Green Arrow, Black Canary, Black Cat. Oh, there's a list. We can go forever. Um, you name <laughs> I just look here at his tablet in the list, and I'm like, yeah, we're not going to name all these. Um, but there was quite a the few. The founding members, again, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern, and Hawkgirl. Which, yeah, but Hawkgirl eventually comes back later on, right? Yeah. Um, like, I, I like that uh, um, you had Mark Hamill as a Joker in all of them, right? Now, that's that's one in Batman, in Superman, and in um, Justice League. You had uh, the same Lex Luthor. Uh, <clears throat> all these characters and um, the storylines, again, were in-depth. They were great. But they had so many characters to cover that Justice League Unlimited kind of lost a little bit of its pizzazz, so you had to, you had to pick and choose your storylines, right? And and near the end, it leaves it off again at a cliffhanger where they could make more, and they just end it there. And then you're like, oh, I has a sad. Cause wow, their list of villains is bigger than their list, list of, of heroes. Recurring in the, uh, 
Well, that's the thing. For even in any superhero world comic, there is always four or five villains to one hero. So your list of villains is like holy crap. But you name it, they had it in the story arcs. They did. Uh, they did an episode with Wonder Woman and Hawk and Dove. You know, um, they did episodes with uh, the lesser known characters, the other Justice Leagues off world, and you know. You have these people portraying just being heroes, proving that there's not just the main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, again, another good series. Booster Gold. Ah, Booster Gold. They didn't portray Blue Beetle enough in there, though. No. I, I don't even think he was in there. No, it doesn't show him. Like, really? I would have loved to have seen some Booster Gold, Blue Beetle. They play well off each other. Mm-hmm. It's like this one episode, it's called Crowd Control, and all it is is Booster Gold gets told the crowd control. Because he wants a bigger part. He wants to be a famous rich superhero. And it goes through. He does all these amazing things. But the Justice League doesn't see any of it. Nobody sees any of it but one scientist girls, right? Um, And uh, at the end, it's like Batman comes up to him and like, you were supposed to be on crowd control. We're going to have a little talk later. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, but you didn't. And I, uh, oh, you know, he goes up to him, can I get your autograph? And sure, he signs it. Oh, I thought you were Green Lantern. <laughs> so just comedic stuff like that. Like, I remember uh, Solomon Grundy in the uh, original Justice League ends up dying. And he comes back by kids trying to cast a spell in Unlimited. And it's kind of, that's how Hawkgirl comes back to the Justice League. But anyway, I digress. We can talk here for hours on it. Moving forward. Um, so after that, I remember... After that, I remember um, for animated superhero shows, the next one I remember that clips in my mind is Static Shock. Yeah, Don't that was one I like. I really enjoyed Static Shock. Now, you got this um, teenage boy, Virgil Hawkins, and his friend, uh, Richie. I can't remember his last name. I don't think I must ever mentioned it. Probably pl- plenty of times, but I just knew him as Richie. So there's um, a corporation creating this gas to make superpowers. And there's a huge explosion, so everyone in his town gets superpowers. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people who were exposed to this gas, they called it the Big Bang. So you get Virgil Hawkins, who becomes a superhero who can uh, control electricity and static electricity. His buddy Richie becomes super genius and uh, calls himself Gear with all this tech. And then you got a lot of villains that come along. The bully. Wasn't there a female in that one too? Yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, but she only made a show in sporadic episodes. Like, um, so, uh, sorry, we digress some dead air here. Um, <laughs> we're looking it up. Yeah, but no. We remember something. It's like, uh, like all these people. And, and, you know, it's it had a real um, African-American hip-hop feel to it, which was actually awesome. It was really, was, really well done. I knew that it was his older sister, older sister Sharon. Yeah, but she didn't get any powers. Yeah. She was just... And, and the series kind of died off after his father found out he was a superhero. It kind of lost its luster. But again, it was a really well done series. And they went back to that CW... Uh, there's a message in the episode. Yeah. You know, which CW always did. <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed Static Shock. Um, you had uh, uh, basically... And it was cool because... Some of the villains were like street gangs around his area who got superpowers. Some who didn't want them, some who did. Other ones, other ones were like um, uh, the bully who picked on him at school. Now he's a superpowered hothead, right? So it, it was kind of funny and, and it, cool because he did crossovers with Batman. 
you know, the Justice League, which later he becomes a part of in the future. But uh, I remember one episode where he got sent to the future as a teenager, and he finds out he's the one who was kidnapped, that he's there to save, and it goes into a Batman Beyond. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll get to that one in a minute. Um, So... Uh, it's kind of cool how, how it went and how I did it. I recommend if you haven't tried any of these, check them out, follow the list, go down. Now, the next one, uh, sorry, is there anything you have to equip in here? No. You, you watch Static Shock. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, it, it, he didn't, the, Richie didn't actually get his powers till second or third, third season. Seasons, like. But he still, like, made these, these cool little gadgets yeah. for him. Yeah. Not realizing that he's slowly turning into a genius. Uh, then he had um, uh, like Rubber Band Man, <laughs> a guy who had like the ability to turn into rubber, right? And um, uh, first he starts out as a villain and then uh, uh, ends up becoming... And it was cool because his major villain was... Uh, his rival was the fire, you know, Hot Streak. And then his villain was Ebon, who was a guy who lived in shadow and darkness... He, he just is a shadow being, right? So he can create a flash, of course. Light harms darkness, right? So any any superhero had that. You had your rival, and then you had your main villain. Um, so speaking at the end when this one goes over, now Batman Beyond. Did you ever watch Batman Beyond? Uh, in all honesty, I watched like the first few episodes, and then I, I kind of lost it. It wasn't... Um... I loved Batman Beyond. So the story of Batman Beyond, we'll make this quick, is basically it starts as Batman can't be Batman anymore. And he almost gets beat. So he picks up a gun and he shoots. Well, he doesn't shoot no, somebody. He, he almost shoots. He him. almost he shoots pulls himself them. back. And that's when he says, yeah, I'm done. Again. The Batman cow goes up. Bruce Wayne sells his company and just lives as a recluse in his mansion. Right? Well, the new boy, Terry McGinnis, uh, the company his dad... Uh, um, the company his dad works for. Uh, a friend of his dad is gets busted because he was doing some illegal experiments, and he tries to get Terry's dad to help him. Well, Terry's dad gets killed, and of course, the teenage boy he wants revenge because he thought he could have been there. Um, the jo- the Joker gang is just a bunch of people who dress up as Jokers in this one. It's in the future, right? <clears throat> so, um, very punk goth type overtones, you know. Which, which was very, very cool. So he ends up getting chased by Jokers and helps Bruce Wayne into his house. And he stumbles upon that he's Batman. When he finds the disc uh, that his dad was killed, he goes to get Batman's help, steals the suit when he won't help him. And, and, and Batman created it in his later years, which was his high-tech suit to give him extra strength, mobility, and everything. So he ends up stealing the suit, and at the end of the episode, Bruce Wayne takes them on say, okay, we're going to train you to be the new Batman. And it goes from there. And then a lot of new villains come along, of course. Um, they did some homage to Dr. Freeze and um, Bane in uh, the new Batman Beyond. Um, it's a series I recommend you check out. It even bled into where uh, they wanted him to join the Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. And it's cool because in Justice League Unlimited, which came out after Batman Beyond, they did an episode to find out that Terry McGinnis was created by Cadmus, who had Amanda Waller. And what happened was they she respected Batman so much that she thought the world couldn't live without Batman. So she had hired an assassin. She thought uh, Terry's dad was getting a flu shot. They imprinted Bruce Wayne's genetic code so that Terry McGinnis was technically Bruce Wayne's son. Um, One of. 
<laughs> so, um, and it's cool because she goes explaining to him as old as she is how this happened and how they were going to murder his parents to create the new Batman. But the assassin she hired was actually a friend of the original Batman and said, no, it's not going to happen. I refuse. So, but his dad dies anyways and he ends up becoming Batman. But the difference between him and Batman is he has friends in his life. He has a girlfriend. He has his mom. He has his brother. So all these people he has in his life makes him a different Batman. He doesn't have all the martial arts stylings of Batman, all the training, all the smarts. So he does it as a person who's just thrown into this with a high-tech suit and gets it done. So Kind of like uh, Greatest American Hero. Exactly. <laughs> no instruction manual. Well, this time, only this time he's got an instruction manual in Bruce Wayne. So I mean, yeah. But so oh, I miss that show. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Greatest American Hero in forever, and I mean forever. Yeah. So Batman Beyond is where it bled into. Uh, yeah, that one had a few crossovers, like into Justice League. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Static Shock. Yeah. League Unlimited is. Um, they visited uh, Batman Beyond World twice. Yeah. So, um, so for animated series, there was some more, but not very many. Like you had, uh, um, it went into the Spider-Man after the first movie. They brought us a cell cell shaded Spider-Man cartoon that flopped. Then they brought um, Iron Man Armored Adventures. It was teenage Tony Stark with teenage Rhodey and teenage. Uh, pepper and again it was it was just yeah. what are you doing yeah. what are you doing stop um around that time you had uh what else oh then the, other, the newer spider-mans came along but that the newer animated series like spider-man uh, ultimate spider-man and um uh batman or the batman uh batman brave and the bold stuff like this um didn't come along till after the superhero hype kicked back in when the movie started making money. Um, then you had a newer Fantastic Four, which was actually pretty decent. Had a good opening. It was very new animation style after the movies. Um, I don't know. I don't think you probably caught it. This is why I'm kind of bleeding through these quickly, because I don't think James has caught a lot of them, and I know more about them. Yeah, this is your speciality. So we um, there was the Fantastic Four, then Ultimate Spider-Man, and... Spider-Man: The New Animated Series in 1994. Yeah, that that was that was the was that the one I was talking about? No, no, that was the uh, that was no, I don't know which one that was. Broadcast on MTV and YTV. Okay. Eight months later, the series finale episodes aired in reruns on ABC. Okay, I, I I'll be honest, I don't remember that one. They, they don't actually show any images on here except for an image of Electro. That's the one. That's the horrible. One. That's the horrible cell shaded one that no one liked. I don't think it came out '94 though. It came out later than that. So whoever's doing their that came out after the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Okay, sorry. Uh, ran for one season, thirteen episodes, starting on July eleventh, two thousand three. So. There you go. See, that was the one I was talking about, and it, okay. and it was just a horrible scene, a horrible show. Um, some good quips by Spider-Man, but that's it. Um, then you you had um the Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and um I've I've been watching it right now along with Ultimate Spider-Man, and because of the Marvel hype and everything. Other than that, for DC, there's not too many DC. Like there was the Batman. I like the twist they did on the Joker and Harley Quinn in that. 
and uh, some of the other villains, the way they portrayed it as a little twistier, how they brought it into Batman's life, like the penguin, uh, uh, the pennyworths used to serve the cobblepots. So there's a grudge between Alfred and the penguin, um, stuff like that. Right, Mr. Freeze was this. He was like a big hulking guy. It was different. It was weird. Um, it was okay. Don't get me wrong, but it was not great. Um, I couldn't really get into the Brave and the Bold. It's too campy and too cartoonish. They went back to an older style. Um, but basically, I would rename the show Batman and his bitches because <laughs> Batman was the leader, and everybody just basically followed Batman. There was some story arcs, other characters, but um, then it bled. Uh, so now we're going to step back a tiny bit, and we're just going to talk about the movies quick. There was a lot of uh, uh, Batman, the animated series. There was some movies. You had the mystery of Batgirl. You had um, oh, the one with the assassin there. Rachel Ghoul. No, not Rachel Ghoul. It was uh, it was a it was a movie. Oh, Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. Yeah, you had Mask of the Phantasm and then um other than that the next m- movie is you had batman beyond the return of the joker um War. yeah so a lot of the newer ones like uh, james here is gonna quip on is um you had the justice league movie yeah, there was justice league, the justice league war um, there was justice league uh crisis on time crisis on oh, two, or two earths yeah um you had uh Flashpoint Paradox. <laughs> Flashpoint Paradox. Um, a lot of these I recommend. There's uh, <clears throat> Justice League God Among Monsters. Superman Batman Apocalypse. Yeah, I really like that one. I was going to quip in really quick. So Superman Batman Apocalypse. Basically, Supergirl comes to Earth. Uh, Darkseid wants to get Supergirl as his new general because she's Kryptonian and she has the strength and everything. So he ends up kidnapping her. And you got Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman who go to Big Berta's house. She used to be one of the uh, generals of Darkseid, and she got away from him, thanks to Mr. Miracle. Um, uh, got away from the brainwashing. So she's just living her normal life in the suburbs. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman land in the suburbs and walk up to her door, right? So they're talking about it. Oh, we just need help getting there because you have a boom box, and we can, uh, a bo- uh, or sorry, a mother box or whatever, and yeah. you can make a boom tube. So, and then Superman and Wonder Woman are arguing with her, and she's like, well, if um, you guys are going, she comes out and, like, dressed and grabs her sword. She's like, I'm coming with you. And Superman and Wonder Woman are like, no, you can't. She's like, oh, you have no choice. You want the mother box, you get me. They look back, and Batman's just standing there, and he's like, I'm over it. Are you? <laughs> and right then, you're just like, I love you, Batman, just so much. So, and then on the planet, like, they're fighting and fighting all these minions and armies and Batman and Wonder Woman and... Uh, you got Supergirl fighting Batman because she's brainwashed, or not Batman, Superman, because she's brainwashed. And then he's like, yeah, you know all those bombs you have? Batman chimes in and he's like, you couldn't figure out the code. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, well played, human. I like you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So that's what I loved about some of the movies. Um, I just actually recently watched Justice League War. Uh, there was All-Star Superman, one where Superman dies at the end. Yeah. Um, Superman Unbound. I watched. I, I liked. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, how they did Brainiac, and uh, you know, it kind of it humanized Superman because he thought he had to protect everybody, and then at the end, him being stuck in the bottled city of Candor, almost having no powers, 
realizing you can be a hero without them. You know, it was, it was cool. It was a nice little twist. Justice League Doom, Batman and Mr. Freeze. Justice League Doom, I love that one, because the, um, the Legion of Doom, uh, ruled by, uh, or uh, led by uh, Vandal Savage, ends up getting into Batman's computer, and Batman has a contingency plan for all the Justice League members. So they find out all the ways to stop them, and they're like, Batman's like, uh, ah. they're, they're along the lines of, how can they be defeating us at every turn? kind of my fault you know and they're like how dare you know they're arguing with them how dare you have a contingency plan and everyone's like what's your contingency plan for you how come you didn't have one for you and he's like i have you guys <laughs> you know like, i go rogue you guys will take me out well try you anyway yeah. i still think batman will give him a run for the mic oh definitely um so you had uh justice league doom you had uh, justice uh, superman versus the elite yeah um, that was actually pretty good that was good because you had the it was these superheroes that try to, or super villains that try to come along and pretend to be heroes, but they hide in another dimension. So eventually, Superman has to figure out how to get them and pull them out of that dimension to defeat them, because they're actually the villains trying to make the world hate Superman. Yeah. New Frontier Justice League. That was yeah, that was cool because it showed how the Justice League, the old Justice League, kind of got together. Talks about the original uh, Barry Allen Flash. Uh, you know, the original how Jordan, uh, uh, Green Lantern, and Martian Manhunter, Martian yeah. Manhunter, and how they all got together. Um, there was many of them. Uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemy. Batman yes. Batman Year One, Wonder Woman had one. Yeah, Batman Year One was good. Superman, uh, Batman, Public Enemies was cool. Um, and uh, Wonder Woman, was that not too bad? They didn't, they didn't. I'm not sure if I saw that one. Wonder Woman, is, she ends up coming to. Uh, like the world, and it's Wonder Woman portrayed, and Steve, um, Trevor. Steve Trevor, she ends up meeting him, and you know there's that oh yeah hey hey, and but she's still this kick-ass Wonder Woman, and it ends up they were fighting against Hades, who was trying to just take over. Okay, the world. I remember it now. Yeah, yeah you remember it now. Yeah, she ends up fighting Hades. Um, Green Lantern first flight. Green Lantern first flight. That one was not too bad for an animated movie. Uh, then there was another Green Lantern one. Uh, Emerald Knights. Emerald Knights was actually really good. That's the one where he's telling the stories of the other Green Lanterns. Right? Yeah, that's the one where he's telling the stories. And it was actually really, really good. Um, what I forgot, sorry, was Green Lantern, the animated series. Um, it was actually not too bad. It was all that uh, CG type. Okay. But he ends up recruiting a Red Lantern. And he begrudgedly stays there because the Red Lantern falls in love with the AI computer of the ship, who creates a body, who ends up going crazy and rogue, and deletes her emotions, and tries to take out the world, and he has to kill her, destroy her, and, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually pretty decent. Um, so for animated movies, sorry, going back to that, um, I haven't watched God, Gods vs. Monsters or Gods Among Monsters. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet either. Me neither, so I, I can't give you anything on that. But a lot of these animated movies, the superhero animated movies, the funny thing, a lot of them are DC. There's not a lot of Marvel. No, there isn't. Like there's well, there's Avengers. Avengers uh, there's the first Avengers movie. Um, like that's the Ultimate one. Ultimate Avengers. Yeah, it was like the Ultimate Avengers movie, where basically they got together the new Avengers you see in the movie, and mm-hmm. the Hulk is uh, uh, Shield thinks the Hulk's making a serum to make super soldiers, but he's just trying to cure himself. <coughs> then and they, they did made it. two of those. They made two of those. And then they did the uh, Avengers. Or the new Avengers. 
yeah. was their their kids. Their kids, yeah. Um, okay, so really, on Marvel, yeah, there they, really hasn't been. They a lot did of Doctor movies. Strange. Yes. Okay. There was Doctor. There was Strange. Do- That's the type of ones they did. Uh, there was Blade. Um, but getting over to these ones, Blade, Wolverine, and um, Iron Man. Iron Man: The Rise of Technovore. These are anime ones. They're from Japan. So they Mar- they kind of got some Marvel rights and said, okay, we're going to do our style on it and. Very well done. I thought we were going to talk anything anime. Ooh, he surprised you. Um, so again, there was a lot of animated movies. Um, I'm trying to think. There was Doctor Strange. There was other ones. They did an Iron Man movie. Okay, so Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate Avengers Two, Rise of the Pink Panther. Rise of the Pink Panther. Yeah. Oh my God. Invincible Iron Man, Doctor Strange, New Avengers, Heroes of Tomorrow, Hulk versus. I love Hulk versus Planet Hulk, um, Thor: Tales of Asgard, and that's about it, I think. Yeah. Hulk versus it just goes through different like short stories of Hulk and when he teams up in the Arctic with Wolverine. I think there was only two. Uh, yeah, the Hulk versus there was two of them. There's Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. But yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I forgot to mention for animated series two I missed. Um, X Men Evolution. Yeah. Which was more of a teenage, took the teenage high school point of view and showed them growing up, which was the X-Men. Um, and another one was Wolverine and the X-Men. So those, those are two I missed, sorry. Um, now, Planet Hulk was a different take. Apparently, uh, the Hulk's Hulk, grown too dangerous, so they stick him on a ship and they launch him into space. And he ends up on a planet that it's a gladiatorial type planet, you know, like they take you and you're, so they, they put a thing on him to control him and... It ends up not working, but the thing about the Hulk on Planet Hulk is he has a little bit of intelligence. Like, like that's how they portray him in uh, Avengers Assemble, um, or Avengers World Mightiest Heroes, and the Ultimate Spider-Man. Hulk has a little bit of intelligence. He's not, he's not stupid, but he's not smart. Yeah. So, but Planet Hulk was, yeah, he thought he was too dangerous, so they sent him into space. Other than that, for Marvel, they didn't they didn't bring out a lot. No. So again, moving into the uh, anime style, you had the Wolverine movie, which I thought they did a really good job on. I liked it. It was very it was a darker, grittier, you know, kill you type of claws come out. You're like shit's gonna hit the fan. Um, because you, I know you watched the Wolverine one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had um. Uh, see, I'm drawing a blank there was right now. Four, twelve episode series: Iron Man, Wolverine, X Men, Blade. Right. There was the X Men, and the X Men. The one I remember, if I remember correctly, the X Men. The way they did it was cell shaded comic book styles. It was like motion capture pictures animated that moved, and it was really well done. And um, it went through the storyline of where. Um, the uh, the war room. What was the computer called? Danger room. The danger room. So basically, the computer that ran the danger room, they mixed it with uh, Shi'ar technology, and it became sentient and created its own body, and just wanted to wipe out existence because. So they ended up having to go through and fight that. Then there's another one where uh, an alien race is sending a missile. To destroy the Earth, and um, they end up going to this planet to try and stop, but the missile gets launched, and the way the Earth gets saved is Kitty Pride phases the missile out of existence, or not out of existence, but through the Earth. But the velocity that it's traveling at, they cannot keep up with it, 
So it phases out, but Kitty Pride dies because there's no way they can catch her to save her. And it was really, really well done. Um, I, I don't remember that. I recommend you check it out. Yeah, the, Blade I didn't watch either. Blade was, think of a uh, Helsing or uh, Vampire Hunter D style. Like, he's this gritty half-vampire who kills vampires. And it's a very gory, gory, like you see your sword slash and your blood splatter. And he was going up against, oh, was it Frost? No, it wasn't Deacon Frost. It was someone else. I'm getting the movies mixed up here. Uh, Blade is visiting Japan on a mission where he not only confronts Deacon Frost, it was, he also goes up against a mysterious organization of vampires known as Existence. That's it. That's exactly what it is. And it was, and it was, it was awesome. The fight between him and Frost was actually pretty cool. Uh, another one I recommend. Um, then there was Wolverine, right? That one was interesting because they they portrayed him as a like a skinny, taller version of him but it was think of a cocky spike spiegel yeah that's how i seen him you know a cocky and then when the blades came out it was like prepare your get your ass kicked it was more of like a a, 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 an enemy character who's you know very dark and deep and he's like leave me alone or i'll kick your ass and that's the way they portrayed him i found anyways uh, just you know, Rise of the Technic Wars. That was uh, that was a movie. That wasn't part of the uh, anime one. Oh, it wasn't. No. Oh, I thought it was the anime. Oh well, no. Well, I know. No. Yeah. Um. He's going up against uh, Zodiac. Yeah. So. Anyway, sorry about that. No, that's fine. We digress. We always do. Um. But yeah, the Wolverine. Um. The first episodes when I was watching him, like, okay, he's too tall. He's too skinny. And then the second episode was like, holy fuck, he kicks ass. Good God. And then the third episode was like, yeah, I, mean, I got to watch all these in like one sitting, which is what I did. Like the Iron Man ones, I broke it up. I think I watched two a day or something like that. The Wolverine, I watched the one one day, the second one the second day, and then the rest of the, of the 12, like the eight, the 10 episodes that I had left, I just sat down. Like I was off work. I just said, ah, yeah. And I just couldn't stop watching them. Like it just kept drawing me in and drawing me in. I have to say, I didn't check it. out the Iron Man anime one. I thought the Rise of Techno War was the anime one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how did they portray Iron Man in that? Was he still the um, cocky Tony Stark, or? I believe so. Uh, I don't really remember it. To be honest. Yeah, the Iron Man Dio goes out of control. So again, yeah, Dio is a, it's a new prototype armor. Okay. That will replace him when he retires, but it goes out of, it goes out of control, and then he goes to, to Japan to stop it apparently. Well, we have something to watch now. Um. So yeah, like, but in Japan they did a lot of the animated series. Like, they took Spider-Man the animated series over there, and they tweaked it, they twisted it. There was the live-action Spider-Man I talked to you about, which was hilarity on its own like um i just should check out some youtube clips about it um um there was a lot a lot of superhero animated uh again like i say not a lot of animated superhero animated but we might have overlooked it we might have not seen but um they did a few ones recently with marvel and and again like you say they were those sit down and i gotta binge watch these right so um sorry knew there was one what 1977? There was a uh, live-action Amazing Spider-Man. It was called not Jap- not Japan. Japan. Okay. It was a TV series. I I have to say I I've never seen that. I remember it. I remember watching one episode and it was like really bad, really really bad. But apparently there was two seasons of it, so maybe I'll go back and check it. Check that out. Um, one of the 
Flintstone animation on TV that I watched was uh, um, the Flash, the series. The, the first one? The first one. Yeah. Where uh, his father in the new CW series actually played the Flash. Um, I think so. So, um... John Wesley Shipp, yeah. And he plays his father in the new one, but yeah. it, that, that's kind of a funny homage. Yeah, same with the, the one doctor in the, in the new one there from that to the company. It was the doctor who ends up helping him, yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess it's kind of going to end our episode tonight. Yeah, we, 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 we kind of basically everything. Well, so, then a, I'm pretty sure there's something we missed somewhere, but I mean... We can't, we're far from perfect, but um, the thing I can recommend is um, check some of them out. They're worth a watch if you haven't seen them ever before your time. And you're going to watch them and go, oh, they're campy and cheesy and horror compared to what you watch nowadays. But some of them some of them hold up. Some of the, the, the lines are cheesy and you're like... Even X-Men, the animated series, was cheesy. Spider-Man, the animated series, was cheesy. And, and watch the animation style as they transitioned. Spider-Man, the animated series. Batman, the animated series. Superman, the animated series. Justice League, all of them was when it was transitioning from hand-drawn animation to computer animation. Yeah. So you'll see Batman, the animated series, was all hand-drawn. And then it started going to some computer work. So watch these series and, and just see where animation has come. Yeah. How far it's come from when they first started. So that's what we have to say about today. Again, uh, we thank you for tuning in to an episode of Animation Bullet Train. And uh, we're hosted here on Welcome to Planet Bob. Uh, we, again, don't have a Twitter account for us yet, but you can follow us at comic underscore train um, on Twitter. I don't tweet much. I'm trying to still get into it and understand. So forgive me if there's not much. Um, and if you have any comments, any ideas or thoughts about the show, something you want us to cover, um, feel free. Post, message, comment, all the above. Even troll us. We don't care. You guys should. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know? We've been recognized. So thank you again for tuning in. And you just have yourself a great evening.